WBNE. Hello, and welcome to episode 86, all about Return of the King, Extended Edition, Part 2, being the 86th part of That's What I'm Talking About. My name is Mary Clay. If that's too complicated for you, just call me MC and psych, it's Mary Clay from the future. Got you again. This is part two of my discussion with Bethany about the extended edition of Return of the King. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back and do that now and then come back here and, and listen to this because it's a fun time. We, we we talk a lot about Eowyn and Faramir and also decapitations. So uh, yeah, it's a fun time. And without further ado, let's get into that. So the next scene is also added is Peregrine of the Tower Guard. Um, and it's basically Pippin, a la Job in Arrested Development, going, I've made a huge mistake, right? <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> and he's just sitting there on a bench, like, waiting to be sworn in, whatever. Mm. And he's just, like, chastising himself. And it's like, oh, what were you thinking? Like, you're a hobbit. What right. are you going to do in battle? Right. You're going to die is right. what's going to happen. Uh, you can't do anything. My guy. And... Again, another note in all caps. Mm-hmm. Not Faramir coming to comfort him. Right? <laughs> Pippin's like, yeah, I'm, I don't know, sworn in or being sworn in. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they had a uniform small enough to fit me. Right. And Faramir's like, that was mine. Yes. You're, wearing, you're wearing an actual child an uniform. Actual child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And like, it's a very cute, sweet moment. It is. It's because, also completely unnecessary, but it just, it's yeah. so fun and I love it. And it said, yeah, it says, Although, but I don't get it because, so, so Faramir says, like, it once belonged to a boy who would rather slay dragons and would neglect his studies. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't track because Denethor calls him a wizard's pupil. Yeah. And he studies, doesn't he, he, like, studies with Gandalf. Yeah. When I Gandalf think, would, like, come visit them. Right. I think I read somewhere or either saw or heard on your podcast or something, maybe somebody shared, that, like, when, back in the Fellowship, way back at the beginning, when Gandalf gave Frodo the ring and then went off to do research on it and everything to figure out if it was the real ring or not, like, in the book, so much time passed there. Faramir was a little boy. And so it was something, like, Faramir would sit there with Gandalf while he was researching and just, like, chat with him and, like, learn from him and stuff like that. And so that's why Denethor calls him a wizard's, wizard's pupil. pupil yeah. yeah. So it just, I don't know, it just didn't track to me that, like, you have one scene of him being, like, wizard's pupil, yeah. and the next scene he's like, I neglected my studies. <laughs> right, right. And would rather slay dragons. Um, I mean, who would? But then though? he says, like, oh, I was never the soldier. And I'm like, yeah. so does he just mean he just liked to, like, play? Anyway, okay, I'm yeah. reading way too much into That's this. okay. I also like in that scene, <clears throat> after he says that, and Pippin's like, oh, this belonged to you? Like, wow, Pippin, rude. <laughs> yeah, because it, it it kind of said, the way he was leading up to it made it sound like it was Boromir. Right? Honestly, <laughs> what you if know? he was wrong and Faramir's like, like, no, oh, it was no, Boromir's. It, it, I was the good student. <laughs> yeah, like, I was a good boy. Yeah. I was a good noodle. <laughs> I'm a good noodle. I'm a good noodle. I'm a good noodle. Pippin's like, oh, I won't grow anymore, except sideways. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both laugh, and I, yeah. wrote, and I wrote down. Again, Sweet. all caps, not the wholesome laughter. I know. Somehow they get on the topic of Boromir, mm-hmm. and he says, like, oh, Boromir and my father are very similar, stubborn. Because he sa- oh, he says, like, oh, I was never the soldier. That was always Boromir. Mm-hmm. S- like, stubborn, but strong, mm-hmm. much like my father. I'm like, it's okay, Faramir. You don't have to stand up for your dad. Right. <laughs> we all hate we him. We all hate him. <laughs> um, Pippin says, I think you have strength of a different kind. 
And I'm like, what is it? With all of these hobbits giving Faramir more validation right. than his father ever gave him in his whole life. Yep. Just like literally these, yeah. <laughs> these small interactions mm-hmm. with hobbits mm-hmm. are more fulfilling than his entire life with his father. Right. Also, at this point, does, do we do we think Faramir knows that Boromir died protecting Pippin? Like, does... does yeah, because... Pippin, like, Pippin, like Pippin tells, that. well, Pippin tells that to like, Denethor. They don't mention it in this scene. That's true. I don't know. I feel like it probably would have. So, around. like, yeah, I'm wondering, like, how it would have. Maybe Pippin said it all. Because screen. they talk, because they talk about they, like, they bring up Boromir. So I was expecting him to be like, you know, yeah. he he died protecting me, or at least mm. for Faramir, or Faramir maybe to be like, by the way, I don't resent you for <laughs> my brother Leading dying. To my brother's death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Well, because I would think Frodo and Sam could have said something, but they wouldn't know about it either. They didn't even know that Boromir was mm-hmm. dead. So yeah, he says, "I think you have strength of a different kind, and one day your father will see it." Again, mm-hmm. not true. Not true. Like, like when Gandalf <laughs> says, "Like yeah. your father loves you, Faramir. One and day he'll see it." Mary like, Clay was not having it. <laughs> it's not too late. I'm like, that's not true. It's too late. Um, what a, what a literally lie. sending you off on a suicide mission. The next scene is Sacrifice of Faramir. This is extended. This is when they're riding off leading Minas Tirith and we get the Peter Jackson children cameo. That scene. Yes. The only thing that's extended in this scene is Faramir saying like, when he's when Gandalf is like, do not give your life away, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what else would I do? And he says, I will gladly give my life to defend her beauty, her memory, and her wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that's what was cut. And I'm like, okay, random. Yeah, it's not really that necessary, um, I don't think. The only other thing is, like, I guess it's sadder when you have this previous scene of him and Pippin. And he mm-hmm. says, like, oh, I was never the soldier. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's saying, like, I will gladly give my life to protect my city. Right. When, like... like he, why are you actually doing this? Yeah, when, like, yeah. he just admitted that's not his thing. Yeah. Um, next scene extended is marshalling at Dunharrow. Dunhart, whatever. I think the reason they cut this is because they were like, y'all, we gotta cut this, otherwise people are gonna hate Aomer a lot. <laughs> because the scene after Mary and oh, Eowyn yeah. come out of the tent. Mm-hmm. In the theatrical edition, we do have this brief exchange where Amor's like, I don't I don't doubt his heart, more the reach, reach of his, his arm. arm. And Eowyn's yeah. like, why can he not fight for those he loves? Like, mm-hmm. he's just as entitled to fight as everyone else. <laughs> and oh, we're not me. talking about, it's about me. Mary anymore. And I think in the theatrical edition, like, that's where it cuts. Yeah. We get... Aomer in this scene saying, you know, as little of war of that hobbit, he would flee. War is the province of men, Eowyn. Just like doing a lot of things, like just like yelling at Eowyn Mm -hmm. and just making me want to punch him. Right. And I was like, I think the reason they cut this is because they were like, people are really going to not like Aomer after this. And he's not a villain. It's not a good look for him. It's not a good look for him. Mm -hmm. And we can't have, like, a bad light being cast on characters that aren't supposed to be villains. Right, right. <laughs> and yeah, that's it in that scene. Okay, okay. The only thing... So the next scene that's extended, Aragorn takes the paths of the dead. And this is when he's preparing his horse to leave and he mm-hmm. rejects Aowen. Yes. And he says, I have wished you joy since I first saw you. And that's it. <laughs> that's, it. that's the only thing they that's got. That's extended. Oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> well, now this doesn't really. It's kind of slapping scene. a bandaid on a bullet wound there, Aragorn, but okay. This next scene. It's a lot of. In the extended edition world, Eowyn is like way more scorned by me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, it makes a lot more sense later on when she's standing there with Theoden and she has like her arms crossed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to stay here. 
and and she's like hate Look, my life my brother so just much. yelled at me right. a bunch of really sexist things <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my boyfriend who i thought was my boyfriend given the fact that he was flirting with me excessively he handed me wine and made eye contact the whole time he drank it oh but like it, like excessive eye contact excessive eye contact prolonged eye contact so the next scene is Dwimorberg. The yep, Haunted Mountain. It. Extended. Okay. Um, so this extended is just them being chased by falling skulls, correct? Oh, wait, no, no, no. That's later. Oh, that's okay. It. So this oh, bad, is when bad. they are, Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn yeah. are walking through the mountain, approaching the paths of the dead, and we mm-hmm. get the backstory. The extended edition is the peak of ominous, dramatic Legolas. <laughs> because... In the theatrical edition, it, I don't remember exactly the line is. He, like, provides the backstory and that's it. And then mm-hmm. it cuts, goes to the next scene, whatever. Yeah. Do you remember in this, scene, in this scene where, like, the camera starts swooping around Aragorn and Legolas? Oh, yeah. And there's, like, fade outs and then his voice and gets all like echoey. the camera is kind of, like, tilting, too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. All of that is in the extended edition. That is not a theatrical edition. It was just them being ominous. (laughs) And it's, let's see. Legolas says, who shall call them from the gray twilight? And it's basically just like a bunch of like, who shall awake the army of the dead? They're dead. There is no way out. The way is shut. Just making it as creepy as they can. Being extra ominous. Just really laying it on thick. Yeah, like I mentioned, they're all of these really swoopy mm-hmm. the camera like circles Legolas as he's narrating right yeah his voice gets echoey it's just so extra yeah it's so extra and we don't really do that anymore in movies we don't need that <laughs> it kind of dates the film a little bit the next scene that's extended is the paths of the dead Peter Jackson went real hard with this <laughs> um he was like hey so I know I just I feel like I can see him talking to the set designers or, or prop people and being like, I know the amount of skulls that you're thinking. Triple that. <laughs> Triple that. It's like, this one, without spoiling anything for you, it kind of gave me a little bit of the Hobbit movie vibes. It's like, this really isn't necessary. Oh, okay. It's just kind of... It's very excessive. For, yeah. It's a little excessive. It's just kind of there for like a creep factor or something. It also kind of felt like video game fodder for me. Oh, like, yeah. Ooh, there's going to be a video game of this. this How cool would it be? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ominous Legolas continues. Yes. He says, I see shapes of men and horses, pale banners like shreds of clouds. Spears rise like winter thickets through a shroud of mist. The dead are following. They have been summoned. <laughs> for this episode, um, for the theatrical edition, I was saying, I wish we had more... I wish they showed that both Legolas and Gimli were scared mm. because in the book, in the book, first of all, they have like a whole entourage of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elrond's like elf sons yeah, are there with him. Right. And then I think Aragorn has his ranger besties there too. There's <laughs> right. like a whole entourage of yeah. people. And when they're later recounting what happened, they're all like, it was insane yeah. and terrifying and Aragorn was the only one who was not afraid right. and it was weird yeah <laughs> yeah but instead we just because they really heightened the comedic relief role for Gimli in the movie yeah they have Gimli be like very afraid or whatever he's got like the ghostly hands coming up and he's like blowing at them to oh, try to the, disperse one moment where they start like walking forward or whatever 
like Legolas is describing like what he's seeing or whatever, and then they move forward, and then there's kind of a moment where Gimli's like, "Wait, no, come back!" Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or with the skulls when they're stepping on the skulls, and Aragorn's like, "Don't look down." He has these. He has these like two comedic bits Mm because there are these like ghost wisps that come up. Yeah. And Gimli like keeps blowing them away. Yeah. And then there's another one. Yeah, where they're walking. And Aragorn looks down and sees they're just on a pile of bones. Pile of skulls, yep. <laughs> and he says, don't look down. And then we have Gimli is, like, walking across. And he's, like, trying to walk super carefully. Mm-hmm. But the bones keep crunching. Mm-hmm. Both of these bits just go way too long. Just yeah. happen, like, yeah. like, give it one or two beats mm-hmm. of Gimli, like, blowing the little wisp away. Yeah. And then with him, crunching like, walking. And cr- yeah. It goes on for way too long. Yeah. Way too long. Fair. I was like, I get it. Fair. I get it. <laughs> so funny. Also, that part where Aragorn's like, don't look down. It gave me, and then Gimli looks down. It gave me the same vibes from Shrek when he goes, <laughs> when Donkey goes, Shrek, I'm looking down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then the rest of the scene plays out when the Army of the Dead come up. It cuts in theatrical edition after the last, like, what say you? And then he like kind of point, points his sword or whatever. Right, and it kind of leaves on this dramatic. And then it cuts... Ooh, and that's do? the last we see of the army of the dead until mm-hmm. they show up at the battle. Yeah. I really, like as much, like, don't get me wrong. As yeah. much as I love all of the extra Aragorn content. Right. I like it a lot better in the theatrical edition really? because it kind of gives you time to forget about it. Yeah. So when they show up, it's like, oh yeah. yeah. And also the, what we see happen with them, we don't need. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't think we need to see them taking over the ship to yeah. know what happened. Yeah, I I don't think that we necessarily need them taking over the ship. And, like, I see what you're saying with it's nice to kind of, like, forget about them and then they make this dramatic entrance. But that kind of bothered me watching the theatrical with you because it was like, oh. well, there's not... I kind of assumed watching that was like, well, they said no or, like, I don't really know what happened here. I wanted some kind of connection. See, it's the cliffhanger because they... Yeah. No, because they do, in the theatrical edition, they don't say yes or no. Right, yeah. It ju- He just says, what say you? Yeah. And that's it. And I think I didn't... Like, there was, enough, there was too much of a gap there for me of like, okay, there's all these ghosts in a cliff to, oh, now they're on a ship and they're coming to the battles. Like, I kind of needed something to bridge those. Which... And I feel like ju- even just having that scene of like, Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas standing outside the mountain, seeing the ships coming, and they're like, oh, crap, like... We're going to lose. And then the ghost guy comes out and says, we'll fight for you. Not to be that person. Even though that is kind of the point of this podcast. Um, (laughs) You can disagree with me because I disagree with you, but that's okay. The way that it happens in the theatrical edition is very true to the book. Mm. Because there's this whole chapter of the Paths of the Dead. Yeah. And then it doesn't get addressed until after the battle. Mm. And I remember being like furious reading the chapter. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. You're just going to have me. You're just going to give me all of this stuff with Aragorn mm. being dramatic AF. Right. And being like, we're going to go awaken this ghost army. Yeah. See ya. And yeah. then Tolkien was like very vague. And I was like, so what exactly does this mean? Like army of the dead? Like mm. are these like zombies or they go like what's, right, yeah, what's happening right. and then like the way he wrote the chapter itself is super I'm, I'm like i don't get what's going on yeah and then they show up at the battle and you're yeah. like what happened so you didn't like it in the book but you would have liked it more in the movie no it was just i don't know the feelings that are invoked that are like frustrating at the time yeah but you get why it's happening right so yeah in the theatrical edition it cuts after he says what say you mm-hmm. extended edition it goes onward and the um ghosts like move back and they're like no they do a like evil laugh and disappear mm-hmm. and then um i wrote down wts why the skulls why the 
skulls. The, the like castle, whatever mm-hmm. building crumbles and just a bunch of skulls Millions come out. An avalanche of skulls. Of skulls. Just skulls and I'm like, too, I'm like, okay, bones. so does this happen every time someone comes in here? Like, do they have to like reset this every time? <laughs> somebody, they send somebody out with a broom to sweep all the skulls yeah. back up. Like, do they have to reset this, you know? Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli run out after this avalanche of skulls and they mm. leave the mountain and they see this scene is really cool. This yeah. part of the scene is really great. They see the ships moving mm-hmm. forward, and Aragorn falls down on his knees. Cries manly tears. You get Aragorn sad eyes. <laughs> you know, the you've best. heard of Faramir sad eyes. Get ready for get it. Get ready for Aragorn sad eyes. And you see, like, the heartbreak on his face mm-hmm. of, like, I tried my hardest, mm-hmm. and I failed, and now my country is going to be decimated. Right. Well, and everybody, <clears throat> like, he had, when he left the camp to go into the mountain, he had to ride through the camp, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, why is he leaving? He's abandoning us. So now he's probably thinking about that, too. Like, at the time, he knew, no, I'm not abandoning you. I'm going to try to get extra troops. But, oh, well, now the troops aren't coming. I guess I did abandon you. Oops. And that's the classic moment when Theoden steps up and is like, yeah, we're all going to die probably. Yep. So get, get a good night's sleep. Rousing speech we're leaving about tomorrow. Death. Um, yeah, so he has this look of defeat. Mm-hmm. Punch in the gut, man. Tis. And then the army of the dead swoops out of the mountain. We, we, I mean, I think it's on point considering all of the like kings mm-hmm. and or stewards that we have met thus far right. are also very dramatic. Quite. But the army, the king of the army of the dead was clearly like, hang on, we're going to psych him out. <laughs> and we're going to make it look like we said no. <laughs> this guy. And he swoops out and says like, we will fight. Mm-hmm. So good. All right, the next scene is extended. It is Mm -hmm. Siege of Gondor. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the last scene on disc one. Fun fact. Yeah, the majority of... um, So, like, even though... I think if you count it up, there's, like, I don't know, 16 or 17 roughly either extended or added scenes on both discs. Okay. But, like, the majority of, like, the content of extended and added is on disc one. Like right. it has the most mm-hmm. that was cut. Yeah. Which is funny to me because I think there's like maybe three scenes total that were cut or sized down from Sam and Frodo's plotline, mm-hmm. which says to me that they're like, we have to keep all this. Stuff. Right. <laughs> cut all the fun or stuff, stuff yeah. I guess. <laughs> or because there is no fun with Frodo and Sam. Mm-hmm. They don't do fun drinking I games know. and songs. They're like, fine, we'll cut the stuff that everyone actually wants to see. Right, yes. Um, so the Siege of Gondor. Yeah, just in general, it's just more more battling. More fighting, yeah. Um, we see, like, a little bit, we see more of, like, the orcs strategizing. They're mm-hmm. trying to break down the door. Right. Um, and then one of them's like, it's not working. And they're like, bring out Grand. And then we just Grand. get more, we just get longer chanting of Grand, Grand, mm-hmm. Grand. Yeah. And. As with most of the extended battle scenes, it's just more battly. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. like, ten seconds longer of the Nazgul, like, mm-hmm. swoop in and like grabbing people on like one of the top tiers or whatever yeah that's it really that's it. <laughs> yeah that's it caspian the next scene is the corsards of umbar <laughs> um- nailed it <laughs> is added this is New the scene. first this is the very first scene that you get if you have disc two. disc two if you have the dvd edition for extended edition so this is when they take over stop the, ships. the ships yeah yes and the ships approach and they're like 
we're gonna give you a chance now, like, surrender. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, you and whose army? Which, talk about kings and leaders being dramatic AF in this show. Aragorn very well could have just kept all the ghosts with him. He was like, okay, guys, you hide. As soon as he gets cocky and is like, you you and what army? Then you're all gonna come I out. I so wish I had the book with me right now because there's such a great moment right before they go to the Black Gates in the book where <laughs> Aragorn like goes off by himself to like stand on top of a hill. <laughs> and it's after the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Mm-hmm. And he takes out Andril and he says like, the next time the world will see you is like on the brink of death. And then he like sheaths it and it's like as the sun is rising. <laughs> it's so, so extra. Like you were saying earlier, where you were like, Gimli woke up and chose violence. <laughs> That's so, why I wrote this down here. <laughs> so Aragorn tells Legolas, shoot an arrow right past the captain's ear. As a warning shot. As a warning shot. Mm. And Gimli, for whatever reason, he nudges says, the bow. He says, mind your aim, and then nudges it. And then it hits a dude in the chest and kills him. And, and Gimli has Gimli the, is like, oh, oops. Gimli has the audacity to <laughs> gasp and be like, oh but my god, Legolas, a, I can't believe you killed somebody. It's a very fake, like, he puts a few fingers over his face and is like, oh, oopsies. Oh, man. It's a good one. And Aragorn kind of gives him a look of like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the captain's like, you and whose army? And then he goes, this army. And then the the they, ghosts they swoosh out. So good. And board the ships. Yes, yes. Okay. What's next? God. Mary's Simple okay. Courage. Should we talk about that Mary's one? Simple Courage. Cool. This is an added scene for extended edition. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the army of Rohan has stopped to rest for a bit before they continue on. Mm-hmm. Very bold of Eowyn to just like stand out in the I open. I know. Yeah, she's really not <laughs> hiding it. And, and not have... I don't get it. How is, like, not one person in this army being like, hey, aren't you you Eowyn, like, supposed to be taking over our throne in case Mm -hmm. our king or his next in line dies in this battle? I mean, she is next in line. Also, aren't you a woman? Right. (laughs) And why do you have a child with you? Yeah, like, who, yeah, what's up with it? Like, the fact that not one person is like, hey... What are you doing here? Yeah. They're all minding their business. <laughs> Whatever. It's a good and, character yeah. building ep- or episode scene for That's Mary. also what extended edition of Lord of the Rings in general just yes. comes down to. Is yeah. Everything that is either extended or added mm-hmm. is just more character yep. building, more character moments. Yep. Um, and you, with your parallels in this episode, mm-hmm. um, Mary, he literally says, he's like, I'm just a hobbit and yep. I know that I won't save Middle-earth. But, like, I just want to do my part or something like that. Yeah. Like, literally, hobbits are going to save Middle-earth. Like, not you, but oh, Sam and Frodo I wasn't even thinking about it like that. Yeah, that's true. to destroy the ring and save Middle-earth. And even, I mean, he has a very large part. He destroys the Witch King. Like, Eowyn would not have been able to do it without Mary's assistance. Mm-hmm. Pippin saves Faramir's life, who goes on to do something, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was also thinking about this in terms of it paralleling Pippin's scene... When he's kind of like chastising himself mm-hmm. before, because he's like, "What? Like, what were you thinking? You're just like, you're a hobbit. You're yeah. not meant for battle." Mm-hmm. Both Mary and Pippin are having these, or like, have these realizations of like, mm-hmm. "I've offered up my service to do this thing in this giant battle, despite the fact that I'm just a wee little hobbit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Mary's like, 
I just want to help my friends. Mm-hmm. I just want to help. That's. I think that's really all that happens in that scene. Because then mm-hmm. we, uh, then Theoden says, "All right, everyone, get going. We will ride through the night, and we mm-hmm. will get there." I think. I think at one point Awen says something like, "Get ready, Mary, because we're probably gonna die." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, I wrote, in another universe, Mary and Eowyn and Pippin and Faramir would get together. Oh my gosh. Just because the way that they have these scenes of, yeah. like, setting up it's these... Lots of bonding. These, yeah, these bond... Yeah, like, in another retelling, maybe in the world where Faramir <laughs> goes instead of Boromir. Right. There's probably fan fiction about this, oh, too. I'm absolutely uh, sure. Of Mary and Eowyn mm-hmm. and, and Faramir and Pippin yeah. being couples, which I'm not opposed to. That's very cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, so you just cut out the middle hobbits here and put Eowyn and Faramir together. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next scene is the Tomb of the Stewards. This is extended. Mm-hmm. This is, So in the theatrical edition, the Siege of Gondor is still going on. And what we see is Pippin running up. And off in the distance, he sees Denethor and people are taking Faramir off. And that's kind of all he right. sees. And then they go into the tomb and he's like, no slow death for Faramir and Denethor. Wait, Faramir's already come back in this? At this point? Yeah, an extended edition. That was... Him coming... Yeah, him being brought back wasn't in... This is standard. It was just... Yeah. Okay. Like, none of that was cut. Gotcha. So Um, this is the part that I was talking about earlier mm -hmm. with the tree. Yeah. And it kind of, like, hands over... Yeah, so in the extended edition... We get a lot more of Denethor just being really extra. Really moody. Just... He's just, like, talking about himself and, mm. and his line or whatever. In the background, you can see two of the guys who are, like, walking behind Faramir mm. exchange this look. Mm. And yeah, they're, you gotta wonder what they're thinking. They literally like, look at each other and they're like, oh. Right. <laughs> What's I mean, happening? The further this goes on, the more obvious it is that Faramir's not dead. Yeah. There's, like, that point when he's, like, putting him on the pyre. Yeah, And lest he grabs we forget. his face and is like, he's burning already. Like... No, he has a fever. dude, you know um, what that means. I thought you were going to say, um, lest we forget whimpers faintly, which is when he's laid on the pyre and oh the caption gosh. comes up whimpers faintly. Ugh. Also, I mean, Pippin literally says, he's not dead, yeah, my lord. Right. He just needs medicine. And yeah. then Denethor is immediate, immediately, his next, my line has ended. <laughs> um, yeah, so Denethor is just like talking a lot about like, himself and dying and the battle and, mm-hmm. and whatever and it's just so clear of like yeah. he's going insane. He's yeah. insane. And he says, he says something he says yeah. there is no hope for men mm-hmm. as it zooms over we get one, one flower little flower blooming yep. on the tree. Yep. And while I think this is cool, it's like cool foreshadowing and it's also irony of like, oh he thinks there's no hope, but mm-hmm. there really is. There's zero reason why the fl- why the tree would be oh, blooming yeah. now because there's still too yeah. much to go wrong. Yeah. Because it's only it's a very low a point. miracle yeah. that the ring is destroyed. Yeah. So, because what happens in the book is they have to, they literally have to go, like, find a new tree sapling to plant. <laughs> is what, it, like, the tree yeah. just doesn't magically come back to life. They, like, plant a new one, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's very much something <clears throat> they don't explain in the movie at all. It's just, this is a magical tree, and it like, this is a tree. when comes back. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, yeah, Denethor. Yeah, Denethor says, better to die sooner than late. And I'm, I'm like, is it, though? Is it, though? <laughs> um, and he kind of, we see more of, um, oh, I think maybe that happens later. This scene kind of gives a little more explanation for, for his, his mental state, mm-hmm. um, shows him being more crazy. Also, in this scene, we see them walking off 
a lot for, because in the theatrical edition, you see them in the courtyard and then they're just entering a new room. Mm-hmm. In the extended edition, they are very much walking like further out of the city. They're entering the like graveyard kind yeah. of area, the tomb. Yeah. So this means that when Denethor flings himself off the top of the of Minas Tirith, yeah. he runs all the <laughs> way through the city and to the top tier just to fling himself off. Oh. All of this on fire. I mean, I'm not surprised. Because in the in, when you're watching theatrical edition, it looks, like, it looks right like it looks yeah, like the tomb or whatever is just like up there on the courtyard. But right. no, here they establish that he's like leaving the city, walking away from the battle in a very different part of the city. I literally never thought about that before. Yes. That's so extra. So that means he, yeah, he's on fire. Yep, and he runs through the city. Yep. to fling himself off the top of Minas Tirith. It's very on brand. Just you know, food for thought. <laughs> The next scene is added. This is the Witch King's Hour. I also think this scene is not very necessary. Yeah. The only reason I think this scene, like, makes more sense is because earlier in Return of the King, there's this moment where the Witch King is like, I will break the wizard. Mm -hmm. And then in the theatrical edition, nothing comes of that. Yeah. The Witch King and Gandalf don't even interact. Yeah. It's also just really weird that the Witch King is like, I'm going to single out Gandalf. Yeah, right. It's very random. I mean, it builds up as, like him being a frightening character more, but I feel like we've already had yeah. enough of that. So what happens in the theatrical edition is Pippin, he gets thrown out mm-hmm. and he starts running around looking for Gandalf. And then we see all of this battle happening. That shot where like Gandalf turns around kind of surprised is when Rohan shows up in the theatrical edition. Okay. And then we have that whole battle sequence kind of start going. And then we cut back and then Pippin finds Gandalf and says, Denethor's lost his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go off. Yeah. In the extended edition, Pippin leaves. He goes through the battle. Mm-hmm. And the shot where Gandalf turns around and looks surprised is at Pippin mm-hmm. saying, like, Gandalf, Denethor's going insane. And he mm-hmm. says, like, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. On their way to stop him, that's when they run into the Witch King. Yeah. I like it a lot better in the theatrical edition mm-hmm. how... You're in the middle of the battle, mm-hmm. and then Rohan shows up. And it totally, I think it is much more effective of a surprise moment. Yeah. Also, oh, I should also add, kind of like with the Army of the Dead, how you don't see them until, you know, I like it better how you have this, like, long pause where you, like, kind of forget about what happened. Yeah. Without the, like, Mary simple courage scene, mm-hmm. you kind of, quote unquote, forget about Rohan as yeah. well. Because yeah. there's, like, lots of other stuff happening. Right, right, That allows you to be focusing more on, like, oh, what's happening with Theramir? What's happening with Frodo and Sam? Mm-hmm. So when you have the scene of, like, oh, reminder, Rohan's on its way. Yeah. The effect of them showing up. I don't think is as cool. Right. It's lessened a little bit. Yeah. Um, And so I think it's also more effective when you're in the middle of this battle scene and then boom, they're just there. Yeah. So what, so, okay. So this scene, the witch king shows up Mm -hmm. and Pippin is scared and turns into, it's so cute though. He's like, ah, and like hugs Gandalf and hides behind him. Yeah. So then Gandalf raises his staff and the Mm -hmm. witch king breaks it. And this is something that, I never once in the theatrical edition noticed that, like, from this moment on, Gandalf doesn't have the staff. Well, wait, because then when he goes to rescue Faramir, he uses something to, like, knock Denethor off the pyre. Is that not his staff? The thing he uses, I think, is shadow facts. (laughs) No, no, no. That's a different part. 
That's after he's already knocked. Denethor's like standing on top of the pyre with his okay. arms out, all dramatic. And Gandalf comes right, over right, and right, whacks right, him. All right, all right, let's see. Let's see. I think he grabs, he grabs a spear, it, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, there uh, it is. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Got it. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so I never noticed in the theatrical edition that mm-hmm. Gandalf doesn't have a staff. Mm-hmm. Nor did I necessarily care. Right. It's not that. I mean, we already established in Two Towers when they go and save Theoden from being possessed or whatever that, like, his staff is very powerful. Yeah, and he also uses it to beat the crap out of Denethor. He does, yes. (laughs) It's multifunctional, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, he still has his power without it. Yeah. Point being is that his staff gets destroyed Mm -hmm. and... Um, Mary and P- uh, Pippin and Gandalf get like knocked off Shadowfax. This whole time I'm like, Shadowfax, do something! <laughs> um, Gandalf is like frozen in fear. Mm-hmm. Pippin goes to charge and then he gets scared. It's like my sweet boy. I do love that, that he like, he makes an effort. Mm-hmm. I guess this establishes and sets up that what Mary and Eowyn do mm-hmm. is, is even more of a big yeah. deal. That, like, Gandalf Mm -hmm. was scared of the Witch King, Mm -hmm. and Eowyn stood up and faced him. Yeah. Uh, When you're watching Eowyn stand up to the Witch King, at first, it's not, like, anticlimactic, but she just kind of stands there. Like, she doesn't immediately charge in and, like, attack him or anything. She just kind of stands there and, like, dodges his attacks a little bit, which can be perceived as, like, oh, she's kind of wimpy. Like, come on, like, do something. But just the fact that she's standing there, mm-hmm. you're making faces like you're gonna. Have no, thoughts on no, this. I'm just oh, okay. listening. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, just the fact that she's standing there and like holding her ground when, yeah, from the scene, even Gandalf, this like all powerful wizard, was mm-hmm. just petrified and couldn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is pretty incredible. Okay, and then the other reason why I think the word here I'm showing up here is less impactful is because. It seems very obvious to me that, like, something happens that makes mm-hmm. the Witch King just stop his... Yeah. Also, I don't believe for a second that the Witch King would just be like, what's that sound? And then yeah. turns around and, like, if he yeah. had this weird vendetta against Gandalf... He could have just stabbed him and gone. And gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't believe... It's, like, not realistic to me yeah. that the Witch King would just turn around and leave. Yeah. But, like, watching this moment, I was ex- I was just waiting for something to happen that mm-hmm. interrupts the fight. Yeah. So when the Rohirrim show up here, it's just less of a surprise mm-hmm. for me. It um, wasn't necessary. Yeah, it's just not, yeah, not a necessary scene. Mm-hmm. Then we get in the extended edition for the Pyre of Denethor, um, the edition of the line. I think this is what I meant earlier. He said, he basically says, like, you might win this battle, but there are forces left unfought in the west or the east north south who says this what (laughs) i don't know know what direction it is denethor is saying like you may be winning this battle Mm -hmm. but we there is no victory like Mm. there's no way we're going to win this war yeah so i'm just gonna die now bye (laughs) y'all um and that's for the elves that's all that's extended okay it's him it's just uh, added context i mean you kind of need most of that scene added context for why he's doing what he's doing yeah the battle of pelinor fields gets extended we get um just more like a couple more shots of the oliphants being that's what i figured was fought yeah the part where eowyn is like mary take the reins is funnier when you have the earlier scene of pippin not even being able to start his horse what up it's mary cliff in the future obviously i meant to say mary not pippin here but neither bethany nor i caught that in the moment there's too many characters in this world too many characters i was referring to the scene where rohan is preparing to leave and go help gondor and mary has trouble 
getting his pony to go, that specific moment is an extended edition moment. So it makes the part in the battle where Eowyn goes, take the reins a little bit funnier because you established earlier that Mary has no clue what he's doing with horses. That scene always stresses me out because it's in like the most... Whoa. That was scary. Yeah. Okay, I just, it's fine. Like, I was playing Hades the other night, laying in bed, and my power went out for a good two minutes, but I was like in the middle, in the middle of a fight and was like, well, this sucks. Good thing my switch has battery. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, Mar- oh, Mary, Mary taking the reins. Yeah, that scene always stresses me out because it's a very, it's like you're on the middle of Interstate 64 and you're 16 years old. Your dad's like, hey, you want to drive? Never it's done like, it no, before, but. <laughs> I don't want to drive. <laughs> Um, okay, you get more of Eowyn fighting, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate, you see, Mm -hmm. because one of my complaints about her fight with the Witch King is that whatever, like, fight choreography they gave her, I really don't like it because it makes her look very clumsy. Mm, And, like, yes, you can argue, like, oh, she's afraid, but, like, she just looks very clumsy, whereas in Two Towers, they had that scene, like, setting up that, like, she's very graceful. Yeah. You know? And she's skilled. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, she just looks very clumsy and stupid fighting the Witch King. Right. Anyway, so, like, you see more of her just Kicking ass. Wait, wait, what are they? Taking names. Yeah, what are they? No, what do they say in Endgame? They switch. Taking ass and kicking names, whatever. There's a moment where Theoden sees her fighting and he kind of stops and is like, Yeah, he's like, wait a minute. That's weird. That that young boy soldier looks a lot like my niece, Eowyn. Oh, well. (laughs) Um, And then you see Mary in action as well. Mm -hmm. And he kind of like does like a. He's reverse like, piggyback but like he jumps up on someone yeah, and like well, no, hugs them like, while they stab him somebody like picks him up and <laughs> is like trying to shake him and he's just like stabby stabby stab stab stab, stab. <laughs> um so you do at least get to see that like hey mary can fight yeah he can hold his own yep yep um which i do appreciate too given that the next time you see mary he's like injured on the battlefield and you're like well he actually did something he didn't just get out there well, I mean, in, between, in between now and then he, he kills the witch king oh true helps never mind kill the witch king yeah you're right that's kind bad. of you know it's kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> um, then speaking of the Witch King. Yes. So we have the, there's the whole scene where she kills the Witch King. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> so the scene, victory at Minas Tirith is what mm-hmm. it's called. This is extended. Mm-hmm. So we just had this great scene of Eowyn fighting the Witch King. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Immediately followed by a scene of her being in distress. Yes. <laughs> I don't like it. I get yeah. why they cut it. Yeah. It's not. And it's the not a good look. comes and saves it's her. That, yeah, like, I think, may, like, at least... Okay, so what happens is, earlier in the battle, you see her fighting mm-hmm. what on this podcast we have named Potato Face. <laughs> the Potato Face orc. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> um, He, like, they start fighting, and yeah. then after she defeats the Witch King, mm-hmm. he, like, gets up and starts coming for her, and mm-hmm. she's, like, crawling, trying to reach her sword in time, it's and then Aragorn and, like, Gimli, like, swoop in and kill the orc, yeah. like, not right Not knowing that he, they're rescuing yeah, her. Not just, know, yeah, they yeah. don't know that it's Awen. Mm-hmm. At least make it a funny moment, maybe, where, like, Aragorn right. does, like, a double take of, like, was that Awen? Right, or something. <laughs> you know, yeah. at least that. Yeah. And that's it. That's all that's extended in victory at Minas Tirith. Yes, yes. Then we the have... The next one that I've been waiting for a very long time to talk about this scene with you. Please tell me all of your thoughts. In general, I kind of just went... I mean, this goes with my thesis, though, that mm-hmm. I, I I prefer the theatrical edition. Okay. I, I just don't care for this scene. Yeah. It doesn't do much for it's me. Not, I did not realize this was extended they, until we watched it It together. feels like they didn't... Like, if you're going to put this scene in, at least add in more of the context from the book. Yeah. You know? Of not just, and 
I thought okay. of you very strongly when I was watching this because he only it's very big Aragorn rescuing Eowyn vibes. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay. So <laughs> the battle is ended. Mm-hmm. Then we have we have a couple scenes and shots of like people looking around in the aftermath of the battle. Oh, we get the it's heartbreaking Aramir finding Eowyn. It's very hang on. It's very quiet and somber of everyone looking around. Yeah. Mary, no, Pippin mm-hmm. sees a cloak on the ground mm-hmm. and that's what clues him in. He's like, "Oh, Mary's here somewhere." Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we have absolute gut totally caught me off guard oh it's heartbreaking gut-wrenching yeah. scream yeah. from ao and he screams no and he's running to and at first i was like oh he sees theoden mm-hmm. he sees Eowyn. yep oh and he he like drops and, and 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 like scoops her up and yep. is just like screaming just the and look crying. on his face is like anguished it's i feel like i've made a lot of fun of carl urban <laughs> <laughs> But especially because I made a tweet with, like, a, a picture of one of his faces in the movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how is it possible that his entire screen time, he makes yes. this, one in- yep. this one expression. Yep, yep. You know the one I'm talking I about do. where, like, he kind of looks indeed. a little confused yep. and his eyebrows are furrowed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, wow. Um, it's such a small moment. Mm-hmm. It's so effective. It's Just yeah. really bone chilling, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And we see, yeah, Aragorn, like, sees them and is like oh my god Eowyn. yeah <laughs> the last i saw her Ew. i rejected her Wait, did I <laughs> he's like this? i wonder if this has anything to do with me is this my fault um <laughs> we go to the houses of the healing and there's zero context for why aragorn is the mm-hmm. one walking around healing people yes because in the book there's <laughs> this whole thing about in this scene just the one. There's this whole thing about the hands of the king are also the hands of a healer mm-hmm. And we have the old woman in the House of the Healing, Ira, who is like, we got to get the king in here. He'll know what to do. And then when it happens, she's like, I told you. (laughs) And then they have to go and like find this special herb Mm -hmm. and all the, and then they use it. It would have been very hard to put all of that in the movie, but I think he could have gotten some of it at least. And there's this whole process of him, like he uses the herb and they explain that Eowyn, Faramir, and Mary Mary are like afflicted by the black breath or something death like that, or yeah. something like that. They got you know. the plague, Pop. Yeah, I, can, yeah, I guess it, I guess it's not black death because that's the plague. Um, and basically, like, it's this, like, very heavy, like, darkness that's on set from, like, only the darkness and evil mm-hmm. of, like, so, of the witch king and Nazgul, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how Faramir got there. Yeah, but, I was I mean, like, I guess almost being set on fire by your father does that to a person. Kind of dark, yes. <laughs> so we have all this great context in the book of, like, it, there's this very old herb that's very, like, traditional for mm-hmm. Gondor, and it has all these healing powers, and Aragorn is the king, and so mm-hmm. he has these healing properties that no one else has. Yes. So that's why he's going around and awakening these people from these deaths. Yes. No. What we get here, I will say, I, I so appreciate that Aomer is sitting there. Yes. And, and he, like, he's so worried. It kind of gives me this impression that, like, I don't know, like watching the scene, it almost feels like Aomer feels like a little kid mm. sitting next to his he's sister. so powerless. And like, it's yeah, it's very sad. And mm-hmm. so Ar- then Aragorn comes in. You see that Eowyn has like her arm has like these black marks on it and right. stuff. So like I guess that's their way of showing that like oh this is the darkness that touched her from killing the Witch King. Right. I also there is a moment when she's fighting the Witch King and he she's got like a shield and he yeah. swings around. So I always thought he just like shattered her arm. Yeah. So that's the thing is too. 
So her arm does get broken. Yeah. That does happen in the book mm-hmm. um, from that moment. And that's what happens in the moment in the movie. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then, but the reason she's like so mm-hmm. affected by the darkness is from stabbing him. Yes. So I think they were trying to convey that like, oh, her arm is black because right. of, you know, whatever. But yeah. I still don't think it was conveyed very well. No. And then forget all the herbs, forget all like the king has the hands of a healer and stuff. <laughs> well, it's literally Aragorn, just his hands that fix her. He like Aragorn rubs his hands gets over a, stuff. a washcloth. Yeah. And like pats her forehead mm-hmm. and then touches her face and she wakes up. Yeah. And I'm like, what was the point of that? Yeah. It's not a lot. It's and- not... Great. And I'm just like, yeah. if you're going to go to the effort of having the houses of the healing scene, at mm-hmm. least try and add in a little bit more of the context yeah. Yeah. for, like, why this is important and why right. is it, and why, like, why is it Aragorn Yes. Yeah. You because know? as it is, and I see no reason why they couldn't have had Faramir in there, too. Even just, like, in a bed next to her. He doesn't have to she do anything. Uh, but it would have helped more with getting rid of that, like... Aragorn, Eowyn, Bond, so that's, like yeah, that's the other thing. Him is having then to be the one to come and save she her. She wakes up and they like again prolonged eye contact. Again with the long eye contact. Yep. <laughs> it would have been. I would have liked it better if like she wakes up and then maybe she sees Aragorn and then mm-hmm. she looks over at Aomer and like Aomer like goes and hugs her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at least showing that like okay, she's no longer like mm-hmm. looking at Aragorn. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um. She she's like trying to move on or whatever. Yeah. Then she goes to bed. She wakes up in the middle of the night and walks over to a window and looks wistfully out um, in the middle of the night. And Faramir's staring at the windows. Okay, so here's the thing that I don't get. So it's her, because the way that the set is dressed, Mm -hmm. it looks like she's in her own separate room. Because, like, she has a bed and then there's, like, a little dresser in the background. But then Faramir is, like, so is her room just open to a courtyard? I mean, I guess, yeah. Or is he, like, in a separate room looking across? No, I think it's, like, a courtyard type thing. So, I don't know. Whatever. Her room is just open. It's just... Oh, it's not like the door is open. Whatever. Yeah. So, Eowyn is looking off into the distance. Mm -hmm. Very depressed. Very depressed. Faramir comes in. (laughs) And he's alive. Yay. Yay. Um, Never mind the fact that, like, he... He shouldn't probably be walking. He should not be he up. He made like, a very quick recovery. Yeah. yeah. You see that, like, he has some bandages on his shoulder. Because I also always thought with this was like, ah, yes, time has passed. But then you go to Pippin finding Mary that night. Yeah. Like, no, no, this is all the same day. No, this is all the same day. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So Faramir is heal- healed amazingly fast. Um, <laughs> and looks great, too. Looks great. <laughs> and he sees Eowyn looking sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. And he immediately falls in love with her. And he starts reciting poetry to her. What? No, he doesn't. He does. Yeah, she nope. later. Well, later on, where is it? In oh, it's 61. not until I, don't, I didn't think that was poetry. He oh, just, that's in an extra scene. Well, it's just like poetic. Like she says something and he responds poetically. And yeah, okay. they make googly eyes and so okay, so so so. so. <laughs> My issue here is that like at least at the very least have Eowyn also make eye contact with Faramir. Yes, because by the next scene. It feels like they've already established a relationship. Mm-hmm. It feels like they've already moved on from to boyfriend girlfriend. Right, yeah. Where you have you have them go from Faramir looks at Eowyn, mm-hmm. who's very depressed. Yes. <laughs> Not having a good time. And he's like, oh, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Falls in love immediately. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we see them, we have no we see no further development. And then the next time that we see them, they're holding hands, which is Wait, at uh 
at Aragorn's coronation? No. In, right. in the yeah, added in scene. The, no, I'm saying in this scene. added scene yeah. that happens They're later. not holding hands. He just kind yeah, of, she's are. standing there depressed. No, they Do hold they? hands. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. I would have rather them... It's almost as bad as... People were telling me, like, oh, the way that Eowyn and Faramir get together in the movie is that it's not great, but it's at least better than the book. I don't know if it is necessarily. No. Because there's zero, you see, there's essentially no zero development. Yeah, no. Which, to be fair, that's not really that important at this point in the I story. I know it's not important, but, but like, if you're going to go I would like the, it, yeah. Like something. So, yeah. However, I will they're say. Good, they're a good match, though. They're a good match because mm-hmm. it's so fitting because Faramir falls in love with the first woman he sees. <laughs> Just like Eowyn <laughs> falls in love with the first man who treats her decently. Right. right. <laughs> you know? Like, they are they very much give off vibes of, like, I just want someone to love me. I mean, Faramir absolutely just wants absolutely someone to love God. him. I did re- lovesick, puppy-eyed mm-hmm. Faramir. Absolutely. He's been sad-eye Faramir up until now. No, it's lovesick puppy. Give the man someone to love him and cuddle him. Not that it's Eowyn's job to fix all of his daddy issues. I know, I know. <laughs> so Pippin, the next scene is Pippin looks after Mary. Which is my favorite. In the extended edition, they have really dragged out Pippin looking for Mary, mm-hmm. and it is now nighttime. In the theatrical edition, he just, like, finds him that day. It's still yeah. daytime. I read somewhere that Peter Jackson decided to make it nighttime in the extended Wait, edition. Wait, it's daytime in the regular one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no idea. It, he decided to make it nighttime in the extended edition. Yeah. He, like, added a filter over or whatever. Yeah. Because he felt like it explained Mar- Pippin's reaction to finding Mary better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I didn't at all, like, first, he implied that, like, Pippin's overreacting to finding Mary if it's only been mm. a couple hours. And I'm like, I mean, not really. I believed it 100%. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you need to say that, like, oh, yeah. he's been looking all day and that explains why he's so. Right. I mean, I thought you know, it just added more, like, emotional punch to that scene of, like, he's been looking. All Who knows what time of night it is? Like, he's yeah. just been wandering this really gross battlefield post-battle looking for his buddy and he yeah you see like him. severed arms yeah, and everything yeah. it's crazy i should also add when we cut back to this scene mm-hmm. you see a couple soldiers standing still mm-hmm. and then they start moving this was a i'm i don't know if this is like official but it looks to me like they were standing around waiting for someone to call action <laughs> and then they started moving right they just because i was the watching the scene bit. and i was like Wait, why are there those two people just, like, completely standing still? And then yeah. I was like, wait, are those supposed to be, like, corpses that were, like, skewered to the ground? And then they started moving and looking. So yeah. th- that was just funny to me. <laughs> oh, and we do see that the reason that, like, Pippin is able to see that, like, oh, that's Mary is because you have a little bit longer on the shot where you can see his little hobbit feet sticking oh, out. And that's yes. how that's how he sees him, rather right. than just being like, how did he randomly know that he was under this corpse? Right, yeah. Um, and then the rest of the scene plays out as normal, where he's like, gotcha. I'm going to take care of you. <gasps> Love it so much. The next scene, Tower of Kirith Ungol, extended. Yes, yes. Um, just more orc fighting. Right? Weird? Yeah. You also do get one shot of an orc leaving with the mithril shirt. Ah. That sets up later for the mouth of Sauron. So, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Yes. The last debate is extended. Mm-hmm. We in the theatrical edition they switched 
Gandalf saying, like, Saruman or Sauron will suspect a trap. And then Gimli says, small chance of death. What are we waiting for? Yeah. Or small chance of success. What are we waiting for? Yeah. Um, and the extended edition, it's swapped where Gimli says his line. Mm-hmm. And then Gandalf says, who will be expecting a trap? How do yeah. you know this will work? And mm-hmm. Aragorn's like, like, I know he'll fall for it. Yeah. And then it goes okay. to Aragorn masters the Palantir added. What do you think of the scene? I wish we had it for the paths of the dead because that's how he goes. That's how he decides to go on the paths of the dead in the book. Yeah. And that's how we get one of my favorite versions of Aragorn, which is just manic emo. So emo. Dramatic Aragorn. Yes. And we do see, you see that in the scene, manic Mm -hmm. Aragorn, he has Mm. these like really crazy expressions. Yeah. Um, It's also very hot. Um, (laughs) So he looks into the Palantir. Yes. And he says... Uh, to the Eye of Sauron or whatever. Long have you hunted me, long have I eluded you. Mm. Very dramatic. Then Sauron shows a, a vision of a dead, seemingly dead Arwen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was actually... Just to me, it didn't look like Liv Tyler. It looked like maybe they used her body double or Oh, something. see, I thought it was... Like, we'd already seen that at some point earlier in the movie. Yeah, we saw, well, we saw her, no, 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 we saw her dying. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, from an actor standpoint, oh, it doesn't yeah. look like that's Liv Tyler. Yeah. It looks like, it didn't look like the Arwen that we've been seeing the whole movie. It looked right. like they had a, it looked like they were using her body double for that mm-hmm. shot for some reason. She's a little fuzzy. So. Um, so we see that, like, oh, sad, Arwen's dead. Oh, no. And the way that so he sad. tosses, oh, I should say, he, he shows, he brings up. He pulls the sword out. Andrew yeah. and says, mm-hmm. like. I am the heir of Isildur. <laughs> um, and then he tosses, he, the way he like tosses the Palantir. And it was and, like, very dramatic. Stumbles like, <gasps> backwards in slow yeah, motion. And then the, the gem that she gave him so, falls and shatters into a million pieces. I don't understand how it fell. Because when it falls, you can, neck. you can see that the chain is still clasped. <laughs> so he would have had to take it off his neck. Yeah. And then drop it. So I don't understand right. how it fell. Just don't worry it about just it. It just did. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it, just, it falls on... And this mm. is right before Elrond shows up to give him the sword. This is right. the dream that he has. Yes. Um, we, he, see, he sees like a vision of Arwen dying mm. and then the... The jewel. Thing. Dropping, her, yeah. her immortality, elfness, yes. whatever. Yes. Shatters so what the is the significance of that falling in that scene? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, because clearly she doesn't die, I don't know. so she shows up know. at the end. I don't know. Then the next scene, so then they all leave. Mm-hmm. This next scene is called The Captain and the White Lady. Oh, yeah, this is where they recite poetry to each other and make so, Eowyn smoochy eyes. looks off into the distance. She's like, the city is so quiet. Mm-hmm. It's so dark and evil and cold here. And Faramir says, like, oh, it's it's just, it just feels like it's the, the first spring rain. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly, like, setting up this dynamic of, like, Eowyn's just been depressed. Yes. Her whole life. Yes. <laughs> um, and then now, finally, like, someone good is going to come into her life mm-hmm. who is going to, like, bring her out of that depression. Mm-hmm. Encourage which is her. Great. Yeah. Her up. Kind of showing, I don't know, how they, like, complement each other. Yes, how in the so. moments where she'll be sad and depressed, he'll mm-hmm. be like, I don't know. I think that's, I, I think it's, it looks like just some rain. I don't right. Know, whatever. Right. Says. And she can give him love that so he's then, been lacking in his life. 
They exchange, they, they look, she turns and looks at him and they look at each other and then they, you see a shot where they hold hands. Okay. Yeah. And then she leans her head down and they kind of like. And they snuggle cut, a little bit. Snuggle. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought like when people are like, oh, it's so much better. Like the way that they get together is just so much eh. better in the movie. I'm eh. like, is it though? Eh. Is it though? It has zero development. Yeah. It, they given the space that we had, it's like I just wanted but... to at least see how did we go? How did we get from Faramir looks at Eowyn, she mm-hmm. doesn't even see him, yeah, to all of a sudden they're comfortable holding hands. I mean, because I didn't get the impression from this scene that this was like the their, first time, the first yeah. time they had held hands. Yeah, no. Also, I just wanted that when when they look at each other. I just wanted them to kiss. I thought they were going to kiss. No, they didn't kiss. kiss. They held hands instead and cuddled. They cuddled. It's kiss. Fine. Uh, I 10 out of 10 think that Eowyn and Faramir would both be the type to fall in love just by like making eyes across the room at each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how Eowyn got, that's how exactly. Eowyn that's got to the scenario with Aragorn. With Aragorn. Yes. That's her love language is so. making googly eyes across a room. Prolonged eye contact. They're so cute though. They are so cute. Also, they're color coordinating. I should add that. They match. Aw. Yep. Okay. Goals. I've now flipped to my last page of notes. <gasps> wow. Next scene that is added is called In the Company of Orcs. Yes. As the orcs are moving out towards the Black Gates, Frodo and Sam are like, oh, quick, hide. And they're the opinion of, like, act casual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they get yelled at and they're like, stand up, you maggots, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is essentially exactly how I pictured it happening in the book. Yes. Where they're just kind of, it's like very obvious that yes. they shouldn't be there. And yes. they're just so out of their I'm element. Like, oh, what do we do? Oh, no. Um, at one point they stop and Frodo is just about to collapse. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think it like, I get a lot of Harry Potter vibes with this moment with Frodo. Because yeah. Harry also. So in this moment, it's like the one time Frodo does something smart. <laughs> It's like Aww. the one time, like Harry is very rarely smart yes. in the Harry Potter books. Yes. Frodo does not make a lot of smart, like it's very, I can't think of a single moment where like, he <laughs> was like, he was like, we're going to do this. And yeah. it's like, oh, that was a smart idea. Yeah. That was good thinking. Yeah. He said, he tells Sam to hit him and like start a fight. Yes. Because he knows that the orcs will start turning on each other yep. and it'll cause a distraction for them to get away. Yes. Yes. And that's exactly that's what happens. Good. Yes. Um, it works out well. It's also a good instance <clears throat> in this section of like seeing how the ring wants to be found. It's like as soon as the orcs start kind of closing in on them. Frodo says something like, it's it's so heavy, like it's gotten heavier. Yeah. Like it's kind of trying to draw attention to Frodo and Sam so that it can be found, mm-hmm. which is interesting. The next scene is the Land of Shadow. This is extended. Mm-hmm. Sam and Frodo are walking. They still have like their orc uniforms on. Yeah. And then Frodo's like, I can't go on anymore. It's such a weight to bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam's like, um, I said I would carry it for you, but okay. Um, <laughs> carry me all the way, mom. Um, he's like, I offered to carry it and you said no. And then you told me to go home. So um, <laughs> how many times that came up later? You're like, remember that time you thought that I stole all the food and told me to go home? Yeah. Sam says, okay, let's get rid of everything that is bringing us down. Mm -hmm. And we see a shot of them tossing everything. What I so wish we got is the moment in the book where Sam 
agonizes over abandoning his pots and pans. I know. And so instead, sad. in the movie, he just tosses them without I know, a care you, like, in the world. You hear them all clunking together. Like, oh, poor Sam. Okay, yeah. So Got they the abandon everything, one. and then they keep walking, and they stop to rest. Mm-hmm. I can't express how happy this made me that this was inclu- this was at least included in the extended edition because mm-hmm. it's one of my f- it, one of my favorite moments from the book. Yeah. When <clears throat> Sam looks up in the sky and sees the star, mm-hmm. what he says in uh, I meant to bring I meant to like write down the quote oh, or whatever and bring it. He said the way that he talks about the star in the book is much more beautiful than mm-hmm. here, but yeah. So there's this moment where the skies open up a little bit. He sees a star, a little light of a star. And he mm-hmm. says, look, Mr. Frodo, there is light and beauty up there that no shadow can touch. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. That's all the it's moment great. is. It's but it just made me very Sam. happy that they included this because it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts from the book. Yeah. So I was sad that it wasn't in the theatrical edition. Mm-hmm. And I had just kind of accepted. I was like, oh, well, they already did Sam's, like, hope Right. speech no, into towers it's like that already happened with that, though yeah yeah so i was like oh, okay they moved that moment to mm-hmm. two towers mm-hmm. so we're just not gonna get it so i was like pleasantly surprise. surprised yes. by seeing it here yeah. excellent yeah that is a good one i love all those little moments of hope from sam mm-hmm. um and then this is really the last scene of like substance yes. that we'll discuss for the extended edition mm-hmm. this is the mouth of sorrow which i have in all caps with three exclamation marks. Why was this cut? Again, I think it was cut because they would have lost a PG-13 rating. Yeah, it was pretty pretty gnarly. This is my own speculation, but I yeah. think they would have lost a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very heavy blow mm-hmm. for Lord of oh, the Rings. Oh, you would have lost a lot of audience. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I wrote down, it's dope is all I can really it's say. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, they go to the gates and the gates open up. Yep. And in the theatrical edition, we just have a cut from the gates open up and then the army comes out and they're mm-hmm. like, fall back. Yeah. And the Mouth of Sauron. Yeah, what did you? Because I think I was on this episode. Yeah, you were on the chapter. Yeah, and I was trying not to like give too much away for you. But what did you? What did you think compared to the description of the book? It's dope. Is all I can say. (laughs) Like it, and this is a moment where, like, I can definitely tell a lot of it's like CGI. Yeah, you know, like aspects of like the mouth and everything have Mm -hmm. like CGI or graphic whatever yeah that's what the g and cgi (laughs) computer graphic imagery i'm I'm assuming is what it is anyway i think so um but like even still like it held up really well for me like Mm -hmm. i was like this this is great they did such a good job it's very cool it's very creepy it's very creepy it's very unsettling they did a great job whoever i mean somebody had to have been like doing those motions like a motion capture kind of thing just, like, all of the grimaces. Well, I imagine they did actual, like, practical effects makeup, too, For, yeah. as mm-hmm. well, at mm-hmm. least, you know? Yeah. So, the yeah, ma- yeah, the mouth of Sauron comes out and just immediately starts manipulating everyone mm-hmm. and shows the mithril shirt, mm-hmm. and it's like, your friend died, and it was a long, like, he suffered much, mm-hmm. and... For one so small. And then he, like, tosses it at Gandalf mm-hmm. and, like, lays into Gandalf about, mm-hmm. like, your friend is dead because of you, and Frodo mm-hmm. and, I mean, um, and Pippin and Merry are like, no! Yeah. And Gandalf is like, shh! Um, I know. I love how he shushes. He's like, them he's like, each don't individually. Let, don't let him know that he's getting to us. And then Aragorn just loses it. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, like, everyone is just kind of like, oh no, Frodo's dead. This is awful. Yeah. Aragorn's not having any of it. Nope. So he goes over. 
The Mouth of Sauron says, And who is this? Is Sealder's heir? It takes more to make a king than a broken elvish blade. Okay, so one. When this scene started happening, I was like, it's so weird that they would have Aragorn fighting the troll Mm -hmm. in the battle when you have... Which, do you know the backstory behind why he's fighting the troll? Uh, I don't know. So originally, they were going to have this scene where this physical manifestation of Sauron Mm. appears at the gate, different Mm. from the mouth of Sauron. Yeah. And Aragorn was going to be fighting him, Mm -hmm. but they decided that that was, like, too distracting, Mm. and it was, like, too much of a divergence from the book that they decided not to go with that. But they had already filmed it, so they digitally added a troll over... The stuntman that Aragorn is fighting. Gotcha. And so that's why it's like really random yeah. that Aragorn has this like one on one battle with this troll. Giant troll, yeah. So, anyway, so I'm watching the Mouth of Sauron scene mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is so weird. Like, why would they have the Mouth of Sauron and then just not like, if you need Aragorn to fight someone mm-hmm. in the battle one on one, just have him fight the Mouth of Sauron. Why did that <laughs> not happen? Well, <laughs> and then second thought. When he says, like, it takes more to make a king than a broken elvish blade, mm-hmm. I was expecting Ar- Aragorn to, like, swing it out and be like, I mean, he already had this moment earlier with yeah. the army of the dead, but he's, I was expecting him just to be like, it has been remade. Mm-hmm. And then they fight. No. No, no. He says nothing. Quite out of character. Swooshes the sword out, flings it, decapitates mm-hmm. the mouth of Sauron. Yep, that's it. The end. And Gimli says, I guess that concludes negotiations. Yeah. And like Aragorn's pissed. Doesn't he turn around? He's like, I I will not believe this. Yeah, he says, he's like, I don't believe it and neither should you. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge moment. Okay, so yeah. So first of all, when I was like, why doesn't he just fight the mouth of Sauron? And, <laughs> and then chops head off. Yes. Oh, that, okay. That that's why. Sense. Um, the way that they show Gandalf despairing. Mm-hmm. From listening to the mouth of Sauron mm-hmm. versus Aragorn being like, I don't believe it for a second. Neither should you guys. Mm-hmm. Just shows kind of like Aragorn is pretty much completed his transformation yeah. into the king of Gondor. Yes. Where he has now, we're like kind of like the, what is it? Master has become, no, the student the has student become has the teacher yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're like Gandalf, when we started this journey, Gandalf was the one we turned to for advice and like what to do and how to handle things yep. and like how do we react to this situation mm-hmm. oh let's turn to Gandalf he'll know what to do yeah and then here it's the total reverse mm-hmm. where like Aragorn is the one being like no yeah like, I don't believe it and yep. neither should you and he takes control of the situation yeah. which yeah. is in a very decisive way not even in a like yeah well, I guess we're not even of... like debate it he's yeah. like, it's like hey what do you guys think about decapitating this guy doesn't goes and does it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's it yeah so yeah <laughs> Gimli, I guess that concludes yeah. negotiations. I wrote down, I'll say. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I think the combination of Saruman's death mm-hmm. and then this, yeah. I think would would they have made, made it, it an R movie yeah. or, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah. I think I think it would have been. Know what they would have been okay with back yeah. then. So. Yeah. That could have been. It's fair. Yeah. And then this la- this is the last extended edition scene. Is it the last one? This is Mount Doom. Mm-hmm. It picks up where, which is so, in this part of the movie, I was kind of like, I don't know what scene is what, because it, yeah, it all kind it of all seems like one together. scene. Yeah. Um, this is when Frodo, or this is when Sam has carried Frodo up to the top of Mount Doom, yeah. and they're like about to go into the cracks, yes. and then Gollum shows up. Yes. 
the extended part of the scene is mm-hmm. when Gollum and Frodo are fighting and Gollum says like you mustn't hurt the precious and then Fro- mm-hmm. and then Frodo says like you swore on the precious Smeagol sm- swore Smeagol lied yep and that is the so extended good. that's it that's it okay all that being said yes i don't believe for one second that from this moment to the end of the movie that mm-hmm. there's not a scene shot by peter jackson out there like i don't believe for one second that there wasn't something else that was cut i there has to be more there's got to be there has to be more all of the because from here to the end is all the same in Mm -hmm. the theatrical edition Mm -hmm. i and i i didn't know that so much I didn't know that when I was watching it the first time, because mm-hmm. um, I decided at one point I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna stop following along with the little like guidebook. Yeah, I just want to be surprised when there's something new. Yeah. So I watched like to the end, and I was, I just kept waiting for like the court. I was like, there's got to be something more in the coronation scene, mm-hmm. or like, oh, maybe there's an added scene after the coronation yeah. of everyone saying goodbye to each other. Yeah. Or maybe. There's scouring of the Shire content. Or maybe there's nope. at least like a little nod to it. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Like I watched all the way to the credits and I was like, yep. what, what do you what do you mean that was it? So I don't believe for a second <laughs> yeah. that there is there's gotta be nothing else, else out there. Yeah. from the ending of Return of the King that like Peter Jackson, like I think yeah. Peter Jackson has a couple he of other scenes in a vault so somewhere. Much. Yeah, just waiting for a you know? 50th anniversary to drop it or something. So, But like the flip side of that too, I'm, I only watch extended, so that's what I'm used to watching. So going back to the theatrical with you, I kind of thought some of this stuff like after they've defeated the ring was extended and was like, oh dang. Because it's no, so like we joke how about it reads. we joke about there being off. like six fake endings. It's like, well surely it would have been easy for them to have just pulled one of those out. No, he no. kept all of them. He kept them like, all goodness. Yeah. yeah. So and thus concludes The Lord of the Rings Close's books. Extended edition. Yes. So now everyone can That's stop crazy. yelling at me. I have seen you have the seen extended edition. Um, woo! Wow, that's, that's wild. That's crazy. Um, we did it. Next week, listeners, we begin a whole new journey. Woo! The An Hobbit. unexpected one, you might say. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, I have to say, I I thought The Hobbit had like 11 chapters. It's longer than that. It's, it's a, like 19 yeah, or 20. It's a little bit longer than that. It's a quicker read, though. I mean, look at this thing. So, it's um, yeah. It'll go faster. So, I mean, no, it will go fast. But I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, there's there's a lot more to The Hobbit than I thought there was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, cool. That That's the end of the episode, then. Awesome. Bethany, thank you for being with me here at the end of all things. At the end of all things. Uh, is there anything you'd like to share with the audience? You can mostly find me on Twitter. Uh, Bethany underscore pile is my Twitter handle. I tweet about pop culture a lot. And my dog. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. I don't really use it that much. I'm on Facebook, but don't find me there. <laughs> I'm unfortunately on Facebook. Don't find me on Facebook, yeah. That's What I'm Talking About is a proud member of WBNE. You can learn more about the network by going to WBNE.org, where you will find all of our shows. We just added three shows to the network, Curly Critics, Perspective Z, and Unsobered, which is very exciting. And you can also listen, as always, to Hello From Elsewhere. 
Do you find yourself thinking deeply about pop culture? Do you wish for a super nerdy podcast that explores your favorite movies and books? Well, look no further. From WBNE, it's Hello from Elsewhere. On our podcast, we promise to literally transport you to all your favorite fictional settings. I don't think we can actually promise that. Yes, we can. Travel with us to the Death Star. We can't put people in harm's way like that. Or visit beautiful new Asgard. That's so many plane tickets to Norway. Explore the eras of Jane Austen or Frankenstein. Metaphorically, we don't know how to implement time travel. We do now on Hello from Elsewhere. We're going to get in trouble with these promises. With new episodes every other Friday, Hello from Elsewhere is available wherever you find your podcasts. Yes, that part is true. You can even listen on the Hogwarts Express. Oh boy. As I announced last week, you can now get merch for That's What I'm Talking About. You can show your support for your favorite Lord of the Rings podcast and literary puns all at the same time. You can get tank tops, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, crew neck sweatshirts, hoodies, and stickers. And there's probably something else in there too that I'm forgetting about. Anyway, go to teespring.com slash user slash pod, or just follow the link in the episode description. The beautiful That's What I'm Talking About logo that is on all of my merch was designed by Graphite, aka Vaishon Brandon. You can support him on Instagram at graphite.vmb. And he also just did an amazing redesign for all of our WB&E stuff. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TolkienAboutPod, and you can also join the Facebook group that is linked in the episode description. You can find me on Twitter at MCWhatsApp and Instagram at MCTurnDownForWhat. You can support the podcast by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash TolkienAboutPod to explore the different tiers and perks. You can join Discord for $3 a month and our Discord is just always a wonderful place to be. And you can become a sponsor like Quinn. Quinn, thank you so much for your long-term support of the podcast. I appreciate it so much. That was my dog barking in the background. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, any parting words? It's been quite a journey. I'm very proud of you, Mary Clay. I feel like we talked about this before when you were like, hey, maybe I'll start a podcast. And you've done it. Here we are. Here at the end. I've done it. It's done. It's finished. It's It's over now. It's over. And that's what I'm talking about. I should actually, we know I need to clarify. (laughs) It's not at listeners. It's not actually over. It's not actually done. No. (laughs) There's more. Wait, don't go away. Don't go away. But wait, there's more. (laughs) This isn't the last episode. I know I joked a lot about like thank you for being here with me at the end of all things. No, there will be there will be manly air. Yeah, I'm starting to read the starting to read the Hobbit <laughs> next week. Yeah. It's all good. This isn't the last episode. Okay, and now so. that's what I'm talking about. Yay. Hey. <laughs>